OG Nation and welcome to the very first episode of Paneled, our brand new podcast about comics. So we go, we read a comic, we then talk about the comic, simple as that. So we, we run through, um, talk about what we liked, maybe what we didn't like, um, hidden meanings, whatever. Um, so I've uh, got a few of the Evil G crew with me to run through this with, so we've got uh, Ricky. Hi there. We've got Stu. Hey dudes. And we've got Eugene. Hello. Yeah, so um, Ricky came up with a suggestion for our first panel. Um, and he decided to go for the uh, Winter Soldier on in Captain America 2005 by Ed Brubecker. So, yeah. <laughs> you guys are being very quiet over there. Sorry, <laughs> you're used to hosting and i thought right well i'll give him the early run i'm actually just reading a little bit on ed brubaker that's uh what i'm actually doing at the back of the book here um so mr brubaker started writing for dark horse and then he was snapped up by dc side of things um and that's when he moved on to marvel but while working for dc actually apparently done a very good run on batman and catwoman and this oh. is where he got his ideas for uh uh, Captain America. He done one of my yeah, favorite, but... favorite things ever in DC was uh, Gotham Central. I love oh, Gotham was Central. that him? Uh, along with Greg Rookie. Yeah. Take... yeah, that's right. He also did uh, Batman: The Man Who Laughs, which is a pretty famous Batman story. He did indeed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is uh, is Catwoman run is supposed to be really good as well? Yeah, I've heard. I think that may actually be an award winning run. Hmm. You may be right. Uh, when when teamed up with Steve Epting, who done the art for this cap or this uh, Winter Soldier, uh, when the two of these are teamed together, they're known as the Marvel Assassins because between the two of them, they have tried to kill off more Marvel characters than anyone else put together. <laughs> Quite a few were... in in this actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they were, it was them actually came up with the idea of killing Captain America. Remember, he done, had the death of Captain America? Yeah. Yeah, in, in quotes. And, <laughs> in quotes, death yeah. of Captain America. That was them who came up with that as well. Yeah, so they, they have it in for a cap. Good yeah. stuff. So I'm going to just say this now. There will be spoilers. That, that should go without saying. <laughs> we can't well, we really talk about anything without spoilers. So, if you haven't read this, um, it would probably work better if you go read it and yeah, and then uh, come back and listen to us talk shit about it. Yeah, yeah Eugene and Shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I did read it, sort of. I read most of it. <laughs> I read what Marvel told me themselves to read. I'll have you find that me and Colin read the most of it. <laughs> so, Stu, what you read was the, the Marvel Collections. Um, yes. Uh, many moons ago, I used to collect the uh, Ultimate Graphic Novels collection. And number 44 in this collection is Captain America, the Winter Soldier. So I actually read this a couple of years ago. And I do remember, I obviously only read through it the once, but I remember liking it and thinking uh, it was a great Captain America read because I've got other Captain America ones with me collection. But this is one that I'll always remember. It stood out the best. Yeah. Um, and so when Ricky suggested it, I was all, yes, another reason to sit down and read Winter Soldier again. But then you were saying, obviously, the run what, started a lot earlier yeah. than this book suggested. So what, what you actually read was volume two of volume five. But Marvel's fucking mm. 
Captain America, like their their volume stuff's stupid because what is this volume five of Captain the Captain America title? I know. Is it right? This would be this would have been considered the fifth Captain America title in the sense that you know the way they always restart the numbering. Yeah. So you'll be on like Captain America issue one hundred, and then they'll just start it again. Well, this would be the fifth time that they've done that after, um, after the Captain America Volume Four finished with Avengers Disassembled. It was actually Robert Kirkman uh, wrote uh, was writing that at the time, but this this story comprises the first two volumes uh, of graphic novels worth of Ed Brubaker's run on Captain America. <laughs> But they've, if you yeah. were to buy the graphic novels, it would be considered Winter Soldier Volume 1 and Winter Soldier Volume 2. It's it's a bit confusing. So it does. Yeah. Uh, so the, why don't we just get wrapped in then with, uh, we'll go issue by issue here um, and just talk about, about, well, give a quick rundown of what happens in, in each issue and then let's talk about how we felt about it. Yeah. <laughs> so issue one um so we're we're straight in and uh, i forgot this guy's name again russia man alexander oh um red guardian <laughs> no, red Guard. the russian captain america has been captured and we've got the red skull here along with um what was it alexander looking um and they're having themselves a bit of a yard sale negotiation <laughs> I think yard, a yard sale. I can only describe it as a yard sale because <laughs> Luca just got all this much. stuff, and uh, um, and Red Skull is just having a wee browse. Um, so it's <laughs> not like Soviet Argos. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he he finds himself a man in a jar, and he's all like, "Can I have this man in a jar?" And Luca says, uh, "If you give me your cosmic man. cube." <laughs> Um, you could have said man in a box and then you could have spliced in some Alice in Chains there. Oh, so you could have... <laughs> missed opportunity. Is it just me or does, is the Red Skull fucking gross looking in this? Oh, he, he is. Like, I know it's stupid to say he is all, literally a skull, but yeah, he's a skull. He's all knobbly. <laughs> His bits. It's a brow. It's a hell the of a brow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so so he gets turned down for that, and then he we go off, and I I just want to point this out. Um, Red Skull trying to drink a glass of wine. Oh fuck, man, that is gross. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have lips. So it's like, he just sort of pours it all over his face. I use a straw. <laughs> you need lips to use a straw. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, better luck without a straw. Does this mean Red Skull can only do like eye shots? Is that is that going to be his drinking style? <laughs> uh, like eyeball Paul from Kevin and George. Oh shit! So this um, this picks up like straight after uh, Avengers disassembled, where uh, Clint Barton died. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, first issue, we get a lot of uh, Cap being angry Cap or sad Cap. Passive aggressive. <laughs> Passive aggressive. Cap. Aggressive aggressive. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to beat these guys in a of their life, Cap. Um, 
yeah, so there's a, some action scenes about him fighting guys trying to blow up a train. Um, and then what else happens? Oh, yeah. And then the big thing that happens at the end of this issue is someone, don't know who it could be, someone kills Red Skull and takes no his car to cube. <laughs> so there, there you go. Marvel Assassins. One. That's one. <laughs> um yeah. yeah like for for a first issue of a new captain america series what a way to start by fucking killing <laughs> his arch nemesis that that's like we're gonna write a new batman book and kill the joker in the first yeah. issue big fucking deal i guess you know you're gonna get get noticed that um yeah, yeah. And if something like that had been done was there a lot of backlash for killing Red Skull from fans? Do we know? Not that I had seen. Who's um, I, I was reading this week to week at the time, um, mm. and I didn't know. I didn't see anything. So, so do you, do you reckon there's a? Did they intend to make the reader think that maybe it was Cap that did that? Because of how brutal he was being. See, I don't know because you do see um, when the person bends down to lift the cosmic cube, you can see that they've got a a metal arm, um, and then when they lift the phone, you can see it's a regular non-metal arm. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah I'm not yeah, sure. Right. So, uh, yeah. so, yeah, we we. Um... Yeah, so that's off to a massive explosive start there, just killing what is uh, Captain America's Uh So we get into to issue two, and we see the worst name for a villain group. Aid? Everyone has aid. What does it mean again? Um, destruction? Yes. Oh, that's a uh, well, yeah. So these guys are see that sh- first. Oh, sorry that that first shot of crossbones. Just, I think is amazing. Just with the red light and everything, it looks fucking cool. Yes, yeah, him him coming out of the shadows. Yes, yeah. see the mask. Um, so these eight guys, they're a offshoot of aim. Um, and they're up to something in the subway. But looks of things. Um, yeah, somewhere beneath Manhattan. Um, and then we get into some flashback stuff. No, <laughs> that was coming. I really like the flashback stuff in this. Like, it goes back to World War Two, and so everything turns black and white. And um, Stu, I think you were mentioning earlier before recording, this is done by a different artist. Yeah, uh, the flashback scenes were all done by a separate artist. Um, it was Mike Perkins and Michael Lark. They do all the yeah, flashback the, scenes. The one on this book, it's Michael. This specific issue, it's Michael Lark. So it is. Right. I like that idea that they have a different artist for the flashback. Is that way, you know, it it'll look different. Yeah. Everyone remembers things different to how maybe how it actually happened, or you know, it's. It, I, I like that idea that oh. Back then, it was all grey and grubby and horrible compared to yeah. now when there's lots of colour and stuff. I like Everybody that. Everybody knows that black, black and white. Mm. So, Sorry, um, what was that, Huge? 
No, no, that was just my point. Is the which Ricky just said they all went black and white. This is like you remember anything? It's not in color. Only black and white. Only. Yeah. But it's um, the nineteen forties. Everything said, was black and white then. No, not even sure. people. <laughs> um, like Stuart, you mentioned there as well about how like everybody always remembers things differently. Like mm-hmm. the actual flashback is exactly that because, well, Captain America. He sees Bucky dying, and he actually wakes up being like, "No, that's not how that happened." Yeah, so Cap, Cap's misremembering shit, and Cap's got a, a bit of um, PTSD here, maybe. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it also could be the 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 Cosmic Cube playing shenanigans. Yeah, it could be. Uh, it could be. He technically uh, he hasn't held it this far. Red Skull's been practically kissing the damn thing. Uh, but who so, has held it? Not in this room. No, but uh, that was what I'm asking. Who has held it? Oh, Red Skull and Lupkin? I don't think. Yeah, but you have to remember, so Lupkin is presumably now in possession of the, the Cosmic Cube at this point. I mean, because the, the next thing that happens is Cap gets woken up and Sharon Carter's on the phone telling him that you know, Skull is dead. So Sharon Carter, she's a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. She's also um, Cap's ex. Yes. She uh, is. Yeah, so... Um, straight away, where they, they call Cap in and they're, like, taking DNA tests to... Because I, I didn't know this at the time we're reading that apparently Red Skull is a clone of Captain America. But at you, this you, point, yeah. I think there was a point where Red Skull's body was dying or something, so he got Cap's DNA and cloned him and then transferred his consciousness into that body. Decided to keep that head. Yeah. (laughs) Also, the size of the hole in the Red Skull, what the hell was he shot up with? Like, an elephant? Cannon. (laughs) (laughs) Literally an old pirate cannon. A blunderbuss. <laughs> it would explain the size of a hole. No, he did get shot in the back, didn't he? Yes, he did. Oh, Eggs spl- spine wooden. everywhere. Hollow point bullet. Sp- we'll yeah. we'll do that. Now, so, are you saying? Are you saying that he was shot in the back in this thing? Sorry. Right, so he was shot in the back. So all all the big hole at the front end's obviously bursted out from the front. Yes. Right. He was shot with a chest burster. Yeah, exit wounds are if always... If my cat was here, uh, if my cat was here, he'd be more... Oh, no, no. He's not the way... Red skulls, you know, more... How do you tie this into alien? <laughs> you, know that, you know that aliens meme? <laughs> it's that, but it's cat. <laughs> aliens. Yeah, you can you tell imagine the... an alien with a wee red skull? That'd be funny. You can tell this is uh, at the height of popularity of CSI shows, isn't it? Because, you know, cotton swabs. They're oh, all yeah. the rage. <laughs> so, I uh, like how Red Skull was just sort of, when he was killed, he was just sort of wearing just like a normal shirt and trousers. He, he, he was wasn't just having a glass, of, a glass of wine in his penthouse. Like, that's, do you expect uh, to be dressed in a Nazi uniform all the time? Well, it's just <laughs> weird to see a bad guy in normal clothes. <laughs> <laughs> trying to take over the world. You know, I'm just going to wear like a a, a dirty t-shirt and these trousers I was painting my house in last week. <laughs> oh, sure, then you have crossbones wearing what looks like a bayonet mask. You know, 
Yeah, that's true. That's very Bane looking, isn't it? So where do we go from there? So they, they track down... How do they track them down to the sewers here? I don't remember. Uh, what do we see? Oh, it's because they found, you know, the, the wee container that the Cosmic Cube was being kept in. And it yeah. had, um, like, open feeds, and they tracked one to Manhattan. Oh, yeah, that's right. So they did. So the, the, that's how um, Cap and, and Sean end up finding aid. Doing whatever the fuck they're doing. <laughs> That's it. I'm, I'm, never gonna find, I'm never going to find that not funny. Aid and crossbones are up to no good. So what they're doing is uh, they're looking to kill a lot of people to power up the cube. And it's... Um, they're not just doing it here, though. It's um, London, London and Paris, Paris as well. Um, yes. So, so they've basically got uh, large-scale public attacks that they're going to kill a lot of people, which will power up the cube. Um, and Cap and Sean going to stop this, um, which they do. Do they? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't read that one. <laughs> well, it depends what chapter you're going on for. What issue you're chatting with? This one? Did you uh, this one. This one. That's the 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 end of that that chapter. Then. Um, uh, well, yeah, basically, that chapter ends with crossbones. Um, find out that the skull is dead and so he tells he rings around the other sites and tells them that they're going to set the bombs off anyway in the red skull's memory yeah so so yeah chapter three starts in the london site and you've got as it uh as a black mariah i think you call her i can't remember her name She's kind of like one of Skull's lieutenants. So she is. Uh, it's Union Jack and all as well. Yep, they send Union Jack in. I like and Union Jack. There's a Jack. flashback with Baron Zemo. Woo! Yeah. Union Jack looks cool as fuck is it in this. He the does, doesn't he? He's just that ballistics mask and... Mm. Well, the, the gun's not half bad looking anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Gun porn. <laughs> Yeah, so we're getting more more flashbacks that um, may or may not have ha- actually happened. Um, yeah, so geez, they they straight up kill her. Mm-hmm. That's two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that's Mother Night. Mother, sorry, Mother Night. Yeah, that that's two that established a- characters down. And we're only on our third issue. And then, I, what's up with a flying fucking car? Seriously, it's Shane. Shane loved the flying cars. I know, but they, they've never looked good ever. It's like a it, it's really DeLorean. silly. It's really <laughs> silly. The part that comes next when fucking Cap just jumps out of it and lands on the aim ship and just fucking blows that up like a boss. Yeah, like a like a deck. Fuck in the middle of the street. Aye, but he. Aye, but. They have endurance, they're sweet. But he, he's... As Cap, he's a badass. But America. Is it, this is literally... Americans go to Paris and shit happens. But he he wrecks America all the time as well. But he doesn't yeah. care. <laughs> it's for the greater good, you just need to be done. For the greater good. Here, have a kick on the fizz. <laughs> so the worst is, these boys are getting beat up, the AIM guys. Whenever all they were doing was retrieving the bomb. 
Yeah, they've got a bomb. And they're bad. <laughs> they made a bad dudes. And it's a criminal organization. A bunch of intentions of using it. A bunch of evil beekeepers. You don't let them have a bomb. Cat was just a was just fucking that shit up. Yeah, you, you can't be having them having the bomb. Uh, Cat just flip. just fucks up him. Then just Agent Fourteen just sitting there beside the car going. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it says in the comic? No. Not even though it's just—it's just stupid. There's no way she's <laughs> no, Fury's gonna love this. That's part of the 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 whole thing through this. The whole run is is Cap is being a bit of a loose cannon and wrecking shit, and yeah, and then Fury's all like, "Stop it!" And he's like, "Fury's all, give me your gun and your badge. <laughs> You're off the force." <laughs> Cap doesn't want to stop. So, I think basically what it is is um, Captain America is like Riggs and Agent 13's Murtaugh. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, there definitely is a whole sort of body cop thing going on here. It's Tango and Cash. Sure. Which, which one's the loose cannon? Tango. Tango? Riggs. That's oh, the low. I don't know. Which one of them? But you, you should surely know this. Kurt Russell was. It's uh, I think it's Kurt, Kurt Russell's the Kurt Russell's the loose cannon. Oh, yeah. not the loose cannon of the pair. I had forgot which who the other person that wasn't Stallone. Slash Stallone. Yeah. Oh, Kurt Russell. Yeah. Kurt Russell. He's the loose cannon. Which one was he? Cash. No, he. Aye. He was Cash. Aye. So one was Tango. So um, we get another flashback after the aim stuff. Fuck. Also, there's a whole thing with on a on a boat in Paris. That's, that's not a bridge. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bridge. We're gonna do it, do it right. Are they not? On, they oh, they're on, on a bridge. I thought they're on a boat. They're on a bridge. I'm sitting looking at the page. <laughs> <laughs> I and thought that was a boat. Q cap on a tank. Yeah, I I really like the the whole seeing cap in World War Two doing his thing. Yeah. You what? You have naked Namor like throwing fucking shit about. You have oh, yeah. Human Torch and Toro just flying about looking like badasses. Yeah. And Bucky in the backseat looking like a fucking pawn shop version of Robin. <laughs> Bucky would fucking murder Robin. But Bucky <laughs> is way, like, seriously. <laughs> he would he fuck would, Robin up. Wait till you sleep with a knife him. Bucky's part of the thing these flashbacks are supposed to get across is like Bucky is a cold motherfucker. Yeah, he is. A, she was that shows that. Uh, we'll we'll get to it. Um, if you were to make any comparison, Bucky would kind of be like Damien Wayne, but he's got maybe a good hundred and fifty pounds on him. So yeah, and also I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's murdered more people than Damien as well. Mm, possibly. They can probably take him. So, um, so then we, uh, we shoot off to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, um, where we see uh, a bar. Jack Monroe for the first day. It is Jack, Jack isn't it? Yes. So yep. Jack Monroe, um, was a one time uh, filled in for Bucky, Bucky as yep, Cap's partner after Bucky, Bucky yeah, yeah. Um, for another Cap, not this Cap. And then did, yeah. he was also a Cap as well. I I think so. Yeah, yeah. He took on the mantle uh, when his cap died. So 
And we see here he's sitting in a bar getting drunk. So he's not having the best of times. So I think we'll just go into what happened to him now. So his super soldier serum is basically wearing off. Because it was a shitty super soldier serum. Um, and he's dying because of it. Um, and then we get to the final page of this issue and someone shoots him. And stuff's oh, one. We're three for three. Three. <laughs> hey, one death per issue so far. Jeez. Um, yeah, and just bundling them into the back of a car. Was that a chestburster gun as well? No, he get he got shot from the front. Oof. Okay. Oh, so he's sitting at a bar drinking, and he gets shot at the front. Oh no! So he he left the bar because right. So right. Captain America's on the screen, and he's all like, "I used to be Captain America." Oh, or I used to, I used to be his partner. No, that's what, and everyone tells him, "Shut the fuck up, Jack. Get out." And he's like, "You're all assholes," and he leaves. I'm paraphrasing. Um, and then he goes to his car. Um, I hope he wasn't planning on driving home in that state. By the way, maybe that's why he got shot. Maybe. Buzz, <laughs> <laughs> we're all we're not having this. What a bastard. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, so issue four then. Um, and we we start out with issue four is kind of she, a lot about the history of like who Jack Monroe is and the other caps that took over kind of when Steve yeah. and Bucky were sat dead yeah because that, that's a lot of stuff that, that people well I know I didn't know about any of this yeah and the um, what's the uh, Nomad as well Nomad, yeah. Spirit of 76 was a lot of Yeah. Um, yeah. So I really like his costume. I think it's cool. No, it looks like a hat. No. I think it's fucking cool. It looks like what he called them. He used to be on the fucking roads back in the olden days. Nah. With a highwayman? Uh, so That's, I think we, looks we, like a highwayman. We also get in our first part of Lucan's um, shitty business deals. Oh, yeah. It's going on, so we're sort of starting to go down that um, sort of what's what's behind what he's getting up to. Um, yeah, so what happens is, uh, so it is the spirit of 76 and another past Captain America and they're, uh, they're someone just goes Patriot. to town on their gravestones. Yeah. Um, which then Cap has come to the realization that someone has it out for me. Yeah, you just don't know how you get like that costume. That's pretty badass. Yeah, yeah, I think it's fucking cool. I want one of those hats. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't do it for me, boys. I'm sorry. I think that we touched one of the flashbacks. There's a Kennedy for Senate. Poster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um We have Cat on a bike or Cap on a bike, sorry. Yeah, so so Cap leaves and then um he gets attacked by crossbones. Oh. But he has a flashback before that though. He has flashbacks before and in the middle. His head's up his hole. Uh, yeah. <laughs> as they say. <laughs> Some S per S and M on per Bucky. Um, <laughs> oh god! Yeah, that's why I didn't read this. Jesus! 
Um, so so <laughs> this is uh, Bucky getting tortured by Baron Zemo. Uh, I think it's more misremembered stuff because uh, it's like, um, yeah, Baron Zemo captured them and, and we're building up to the point where Bucky dies. Um, but I, I think Cap keeps getting it wrong how he, how he actually dies. Yeah. Um, and that, that's what's going on. Um, so, it's, yeah, it's Bucky getting tortured. Um, they don't really show anything in graphic detail, but yeah. You you get yep, you get yeah, the idea yeah. what's going on there. Um, so Cap has this this fight in the middle of the road with uh, with crossbones and um, um, boy howdy does he get his ass kicked? Oh, he gets his shit fucked up to the point where crossbones is like, you know what, this is too easy. I'm the away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, get your shit together and then we'll fight. I mean, that's I, I was. <laughs> I don't know much about Crossbones, right? But I was thinking, man, you really wanted to kill him a second ago, and then you're like, just change your mind? Some weird... I think it was more the fact that he wants a challenge. He doesn't want it to be easy. But I thought he wanted revenge. He does, but... He's assuming that I it was think... Captain America. It's something to do with uh, Red Skull's death, isn't he? And that's what he's... He is. But then Cap was presuming that he had something to do with the... Uh... The graves being defiled. He did, yeah. Cap's in a bad place here. Yes. Can't be fighting crossbones. Cap's a sad panda. He is, eh? So, moving on. Um, Agent 14. So, Agent 13, yeah. Um, Sharon. What's she up to? Do you well, she's, she, she's looking for Jack Monroe because he's actually the... He's the main suspect in the the skull's murder. When she finds someone she, else, she well, someone else finds her. Someone with a metal arm. Oh, that's someone's back. And she gets pimp slapped. Knocks her the fuck out with that metal arm. And then that's the end of the issue. It does look like a donk on her head too, though, wasn't it? You just look at that picture. She's like, like fast, just doosh. Yeah. That would suck like it, it's, <laughs> it's like a it's it's a robot arm, like you don't want to get hit with that. No, it, it, it only hurt like Look at the fucking hell like you are. But where that, where are stupid. we? Stupid. Oh just, sorry, just the start of issue five. That <laughs> <laughs> The perspective is a wee bit weird on that, to be honest. It does look like a big like chalice sort of thing. <laughs> All of the pictures of the Helicarrier just looked daft. And you're like, like, man, like, there's no way that's ever flying, ever. No, no. Don't care how many arc reactors it's got. Shield, <laughs> <laughs> they have fancy technology. Um, so this issue, we start to find out more about, uh, what do you call the guys? Um, Kronos or Kar- Karpov? Kronos? Kron- Kron- Kr- Kronos. So- Cronus is the the company. Yes. So it is. Yes, company. I'm not sure what they do. Do they ever go into that? Why business. Energy. <laughs> they do business. Energy. Yeah, energy. It's like we're an energy company, and our logo is a big K that's on fire. <laughs> it's like okay, fair enough. <laughs> Got a bit of a white supremacist vibe. Uh, it was way back in the heady days of 2005. That uh, anything was acceptable back then. 
Um, so I believe here is where we get a, a flashback, a good look at Bucky being a bit of a badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes you back to the Russian front. Lots of snow. Yeah. So this one's in color. Yeah. Um, which is I a bit thought weird. that was a bit... Yeah, a bit of a... It's kind of through us. Could it you be that maybe because... This one future? actually happened? That, do you know what I was just about to say? I think that's what it might be because the black and white stuff was, I think, maybe Cap remembering or hallucinating or dreaming yeah. whereas this is, an is just uh, here's something that actually happened yeah that could be it but yeah we get to see uh, Bucky crawling through underneath barbed wire with a bowie knife in his teeth <laughs> yeah. just murdering fools um, yeah <laughs> so yeah you can no, Robin wouldn't stand a chance. He'd have him. Back to that again. <laughs> <laughs> Just clearing this up that 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 uh, we have came to the conclusion that if Bucky fought Robin, it, it's a it's a no brainer then. So we're happy oh, with that. Bucky skins him. <laughs> so it's like skins him. Bucky yes. skins him and sends everyone back to Bruce Wayne and goes, "Change somebody better." He just out. pull out an M sixteen and gun him down. Send that one over to the death <laughs> battle, guys, and see. see yeah. And then, that would be a good one. Yeah. Depends which Robin, though. Which one they pick. I think it has to be Jason Todd, because they both died and came back to life, but Jason Todd's a dick, so... But then did Jason Todd not then turn into, like, a squid monster thing at some point? And then they'll they'll include that, and DC's too I bonkers. <laughs> True. Um, yeah. Anyway, we see Angry Nazi Man... Masterman. He, he's angry Nazi man looking at this panel. It's the one where he's like he looks like he's standing on the roof just shaking both fists. <laughs> Shake harder, boy! Yeah, I love the panel of Cap just throwing himself at a at a bunch of gum toting Nazis too. He's like, Whatever. Fuck it. That's fucking great. Uh, uh and then they break out their big um, Gun that shoots green shit. Just yeah. Burns the whole place to the ground. Yeah, this is a pretty long flashback, this one. Um, so. Uh, yeah, that's that entire issue is a flashback. More or less. More, yeah, more or less. We end on um, some random shield woman asking has Nick Fury told Cap about this classified file that says Winter Soldier on it which he hasn't and he's like don't be stupid (laughs) why would I tell him that for fuck's sake (laughs) um yeah so suspense is building who is Winter Soldier who is this guy Nick Fury (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. Look at that eye patch, it has to be him. It's Uncle Ben. It like, is Uncle Ben. Like the guy that makes the rice? <laughs> him as well. It's the pair of them. <laughs> two Uncle Ben. So there's actually two men who take turns. The prestige. <laughs> one's Spider-Man's uncle, the other one's a kindly old black man that cooks rice. <laughs> <laughs> and in their double lives, they are assassins. 
Yeah. So somewhere in Philadelphia or beneath Philadelphia, um, Agent Thirteen seems to be in the the boot of a car. He likes putting people in boots of cars, whether they be dead or alive. It's an American tradition. Um, so what happens in this issue? Um, is they set up the whole idea that Sharon Carter was in a relationship with a guy, but they split up because reasons. Reasons! That's right. So, you know, like, I've never seen you before, and you've just been connected to one of the main characters. Nice knowing <laughs> you guys. Bye-bye! <laughs> he might as well be wearing a red shirt. <laughs> Um, so Captain America goes to the Channel Islands, where stuff happened. Yeah. Is it, what island really is he like on? This. Or is it just the Channel Islands? Oh, no. It's, it's an island on the English yeah. Channel. Okay. Yeah, so you get this really cool thing where he's walking around this castle, ruined castle, where um, where Baron Zemo took him and, and Bucky, and then he's seeing sort of ghosts. Those S&M sessions. Yeah, he's just sort of... The flashbacks... <laughs> the flashbacks have melded. The flashbacks have melded with reality now. Oh. And then he starts fighting... No, he does actually start fighting ghost Nazis by the looks of things. Yeah, it gets very Scooby-Doo. Did anyone have a... Can anyone offer me an explanation for what's going on here? Why are there suddenly Nazis in this... Uh, this is going to be one of those things. Cosmic cube. <laughs> cosmic cube radiation. Yeah. Yeah, so Uncle Dan that, that or <laughs> Captain America has finally snapped. A little bit cold, maybe? But here's someone I had a question about, right? Because this is what really threw me. At the end of this chapter, actually, you know what? I'll hold off until we get to that part because we're really close. But mm-hmm. like, Remember when Cap just suddenly realizes he has a wee headache and goes, fuck. Sharon, she needs me. Get on, somebody, please explain that to me. It's his America sense. Cosmic Cube. I'm going bad. The whole the, this see this whole story. Basically, Alexander Lucan has been using the Cosmic Cube to fuck with Cap's head. What better way to do that than to finally reveal who the the Winter Soldier is? <laughs> so. It, he does that by basically allowing Cap to know Sharon's in trouble. I need to get there. And then, oh, look, that's the Winter Soldier. And there's this shield hell chalice. Yeah. Yes. All right, uh, let's just go back. So we see another sort of flashback of what actually happened to Bucky. Whereas this, um, Zemo was escaping. Is Zemo in that thing? They didn't make that clear. It's a, like a plane? No, it's a drone. It's a bomb, I think. Oh, it's a bomb, yeah. right. Uh, yeah, 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 right. Uh, so, I don't know, they start pulling some great great escape shit and go after it in a in a bike and then jump the bike off the off a cliff and grab onto it. Um, yeah. So I it's don't bomb. Cap, let's go. Uh, but Bucky gets stuck. His, I don't know, his sleeve gets stuck on something. I don't know how that happened, but... Oh, this is an embarrassing way to go. It kind of is. Uh, <laughs> he's like, After being such a badass... Because Cap's all like, let go of the damn bomb. And he's like, I can't, I'm stuck. And then he blows up. Now, hang on. We might have to retract our statement here about uh, Robin versus Bucky. Because if 
Bucky gets blown up by his sleeve being cut. He's a bit of a tard, let's be honest. Robin also wants more bat nipples, so it's kind well, of... <laughs> bat nipples aside, they weren't responsible for his death. They fucking were close no, to it. Jason Todd was beat to death by a crowbar. That's, it was, uh... At least Bucky was taken was out by a bomb. Up at least. You know, he had a reason to get beaten with it. He wasn't like, ah, oh, my Bucky's, Bucky's arm was tied up. <laughs> it was, uh... That's true. Such a stupid flared outfit. He'd have been fine. Hey, wait a minute. Here, hold on. That didn't Stu's kill him. Right. That didn't kill him. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Keep know. in mind, it's like he got stuck, got blown up, and survived. Sort of. We'll get into that. No, he actually <laughs> survived. He didn't die. He, he lost his like leg. Anyway, yeah, helicopter. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, uh, right. So we got a, a shot of uh, Cap parachuting and um. Agent 13's tied up on a rooftop. Uh, so he's parachuting in and he's fighting um, Crossbones. Uh, Here, those crossbones. two thugs that he fucking lands on, I reckon he just fucking killed them. That's a 200-odd that's a pound man falling from a fair good height. He probably just fucking straight up killed them. He's killed a couple of people in this. Like, Captain America doesn't shy away from killing that much. Also, you take that shield to the side of the head. Oh, fuck I. Fractured skulls all around. You're either fractured <laughs> skull or you're just left of it. Captain Oregon doesn't kill you. He just leaves you a vegetable for the rest of your life. Makes you a financial burden on your family. He goes all Oprah on them. You get a concussion. You get a concussion. <laughs> Everybody gets a concussion. <laughs> so then, uh, so he gets Agent 13 out of a predicament. And then we see, for our first time, uh, we see a full shot of the Winter Soldier. And he looks like a badass. With his red star and his metal arm. Aiming at Cap with a rifle. Then he doesn't shoot him. And he pushes a button. And it goes deet. <laughs> no, what, deet. What, what does that button do? That sets off oh, the yeah. bomb. Right, yes. That that <laughs> blows up. The bomb. Cap um, so before the bomb goes off, we see... Um, Nick Fury looking at some pictures of some guy with circles around him. So he's like surveillance footage, and then we he's talking to uh, Sean the Richard. the guy we met earlier. That's Capper, um, Agent Thirteen's other ex, and he gets he's blown around. up. Uh, and I think is that the end of no, it ends the with the cosmic cube. It's finally powered up. Yeah. And looking is all like, yes. yes. My plan. Okay. So then uh, that is technically the end of volume one. Then we have uh, an interlude. Um, Stu, I'm guessing you didn't get this in your version either. I'm afraid not, no. No. Uh, for me, th- this is actually my favorite part. So this is the, the lonesome death of Jack Monroe. Um. Yeah, so this tells the story of uh, Jack Monroe before he dies. So this is where we find out about the the uh, super soldier serum uh, is basically killing him, and he's losing his power um, and slowly dying. I think it's a pretty horrible death as well. So we've got uh, oh shit, I forgot her name, Jim Foster. Mm-hmm. Yep, modern uh, day Thor. Yep. Uh, and she's giving him the bad news. Um, 
And it sort of, it just goes, a lot more flashbacks, you must have loved this, Eugene, of, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> of how Jack come up. Fair though, th- this story wasn't that bad, I really enjoyed this one. Yeah. So it basically tells the story of um, him being Captain America, or Bucky, um, and Captain America actually giving him the nomad uh, persona to use. Um and him stopping people, and then he intercut with him being really sick, and he's going, he's, um, he's stalking his, uh, daughter, who it looks like was put up for adoption, and doesn't know him, so he's, he's, uh, going to where she lives, and looking at her from the bushes, <laughs> it's just, like, they really go out of their way to make sure you know how fucked up this guy is, like, yeah, he's just, he's sick, so he is. Like, it's not often you see, like, superheroes and stuff, like, in this, well, maybe not so much back then, when you see that sort of stuff happening. Um, so, big thing in this issue that happens, like, uh, it, you see how he, he gets to the town, where, um, uh, where, where he eventually dies. Um, and we see, we see a bit of, like, his, his conflict where his sort of identity where he's um there's a really weird uh page where it's like bucky tearing out of his mouth this <laughs> is really fucking I, yeah. thought that was really, I thought that was really well done it, it was well done it's just really gross um so he, he's got this whole thing where it's like he was it wasn't the original bucky so it's a sort of overshadow him for his whole life sort of thing um and we see that he gets to this little town out in the America somewhere. I can't even remember where it was, but anyway. Um, and he overhears these guys talking about uh, selling something to kids. Where he vows them to stay there um, and sort of clean up this place. Um, and he goes on a tear looking for this guy. Um, all he has is a name and he's asking where they, where they meet, where they do their deals. Um, and then... We come up to the point where, where he gets killed, and uh, interesting there it, it sort of replays where it's um, when he turns around, uh, the guy calls him, the guy shoots him. It is actually Bucky, like old style, full on oh, Bucky costume, Bucky. Nineteen forties. He's, he's just seeing that, but you know, pretty spot on. Then we find out at the end that the guy that was selling stuff was to kids. He was an ice cream man, not a drug dealer. <laughs> Something that um, I really liked in this issue, and it's actually really, really subtly done. See when he's like beating up the the guys and he's interrogating them and trying to find out information. Yeah. There's two pretty much identical panels side by side. Now in the first one, you see the guys that he was beating up, but on the second panel, you actually see that. It was just like regular guys. These weren't criminals or anything. Yes, and it's kind of a way to show that you know Jack. He is having a lot of trouble right now. Yeah. He is he's a bit uh, mentally unstable. So in his head, he's beating up like hell's angels type dudes with you know cut off denim jackets and all, and a guy straight up wearing a a bike helmet with horns. And then what we see is two guys in suits. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that, I really like that that part. Um, just uh, just in the middle. So, 
that then leads us into uh, volume two, uh, which is the part where that you read. Sure. Yeah, this is where I sort of I sort of actually jump in uh, where the actual Winter Soldier story kicks off in this book. It actually starts back in 1945. Yeah, on like the, the in submarine. submarine. Ah. Yep. Yep. Uh, um, only. Uh, yeah, so work away. I'm just going to bring it up here on on the uh, the reader. Ah. Um, so this is where it sort of kicks off there, and it's Fury sort of telling him about the. Uh, you know about these photos about this guy who keeps showing up and you know they're kind of trying to tell him listen uh it's bucky and he's all nah don't be mad don't be mad and then it cuts back to well you were the one that you know seen him last night where they set off the bomb in philadelphia that um that page when it first cuts back to last night and with with cap with uh the two kids uh, and just the fire all around him i just think that's a fantastic visual so it is and it, it is very well done but it's sort of him sort of just telling the kids, you know, to get out of here and all. And um, AIM guys show up. And it's that uh, there's actually, I think it's a, it's a great idea that the your man with his wife and he's thinking it's help arriving. And the only yeah. thing they say is no witnesses. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a pretty horrific. I think. It, just, it just shows Camp you, like, because let's be honest, AIM look like a bunch of twats. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Just to get across, like these are bad dudes. Like, ah. yeah. um, yeah. So then we get uh, into Fury talking about uh, this mystery guy who he's gotten all these surveillance photos, and so they establish that this is the same guy uh, spread across um, sixty plus years. When he's only mm. aged like yeah. five years across the whole thing, yeah. Um, and I'm not sure. Is this where they reveal to Cap who he actually is? Yep. And once again, just like a red skull, Cap's like, "Nah, probably not. Yeah, it's not. You're lying. It's a trick." Um, and now he really gets depressed <laughs> it's like before it was like you would um yeah we, well yeah it's understandable but um we just see him sink it sink a lot lower now um and uh they have their first sort of meeting mm. um, and i like that the, the the quote between them yeah i like the fact that they ripped that and put it into the directly into the film as well when they first see each other what is that the bucky Yep. Who the hell is Bucky? That was literally in the film as well. I love yeah. the fact that they did that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Caps, understandably, but pissed off and. Yep. Smashy, smashy. <laughs> does a bit of smashing on the helicarrier. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I love. It's skipping back just a wee bit when. Aim called down their Modoc units. Ah, uh, the Modoc. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And, and Cap is like, "All right, let's go." Yep. And he just fucking goes to town on them. So he does. You really get the feeling there that it's like he needs this. This is like, you know, this is like therapy for him. Just uh-huh. working out. Yeah, and like, he gets he gets fucking stabbed, and he's like, "No big thing." Be all right. Be all right. 
They'll walk it off. Yeah, so yeah, that's when we have Fury and Sharon having a quick wee chat, and uh, she's tell or he tells her that the uh, who was it died. Neil. Oh, your man Neil. I the uh, yeah, the red her, shirt. Her yeah. Ex, yeah. Red shirt. He he did. It's a big surprise to us all, I'm sure. I know <laughs> she she wants revenge. Yes, everyone's all revenge. Who's in the, throughout the whole? I don't know. If you're getting into this now, but throughout the whole uh, comedy, who did you find yourself siding with more? Was it Cap or her? And they're because they're they're all they're always pretty much at odds. I would say Cap. Like, no, I just want her a bit more. Yeah, I'd be personally a for me. Vengeance. Personally, for me, it was like this is this is Captain America's best friend, and he finds out that he's alive and. Sharon Carter wants to kill him. You know, no matter how fucked up Bucky is right now, I wouldn't be letting anybody kill my best friend. Yeah, even for the Tony Stark, kill his man, Dad. I was behind Sony as well, but but still, (laughs) but still, (laughs) but he doesn't even know who he is. Yeah, he's he's basically. There's a good line, I think it's Cap that says it, is like, you're blaming the gun instead of the person firing the gun. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, so next week we get to see the, the Soviet guys picking up Bucky um, yep. with his arm blown off, and that's where the, the issue ends then. Uh, see, um, just two two notes about this really short wee flashback. The very first panel of the shot of the submarine with all the, the sea mines, I think just looks fantastic. Just the, yeah. the grey, it just looks so fucking cool. And then the second one, the the panel where you see Bucky lying on the slab, that's actually um, supposed to be um, rep- it's supposed to harken back to Avengers number four when the Avengers pulled Cap out of the ice and you I had like that. Iron Man and Thor and Giant Man and the Wasp standing around the table. Um, obviously this is a bit more Grim, as Bucky yeah. only has an, one arm, so he does. But thought it was very nice. Soviets to make everything grimmer when it's the Soviets. <laughs> <laughs> it's this a, is a, actually in color, but it's just Soviet yeah. is gray. So <laughs> well, Amy has uh, actually given me some some notes, uh, you know, so we get a perspective of an, of an actual artist. Uh, just a wee short thing. So I'll, oh, I'll so, go through. Yeah, it. Yeah. I'll go through that at the end, though. Um, once we get. Yeah. Through. All right. Cool. Um, I can jump in. Very quickly here, seeing as that we're at the end of an issue, guys, I do apologize. This is running a bit longer than I expected, and I'm afraid I may have to love you and leave you at this point. I hope you can forgive me. Um, but well, I will sure. jump out and let you continue on, and this actually will give me a cool thing to listen to as well later on. I'm sorry I didn't make it to the, the, the first part, but it was actually pretty interesting to hear you guys talk about what I missed. So that was actually pretty cool. Um, but I do apologize, chaps. Uh, I shall bounce on for now. But, no problem. Uh, for the next one, I promise I'll give myself a bit more time, and uh, I'll, I'll obviously listen and find out what the next one we're going to read and all is. So, until then, I do apologize, chaps. I shall bounce on. All right, pal. Okay, Bye. sorry about that. No worries. So we will soldier on um, onto the next issue. Uh, so here we see Crossbones just, you know, demolishing, demolishing some uh, American troops, and then. Uh, Kidnapping uh, some girl, um, who we discover 
Is that actually in this issue? Is there a skip there? There's a skip. But we're going to go on anyway. We discovered that as actually Red, Red Skull's daughter. And which then has a different implication is that the Americans are brainwashing people. There you go. Yeah, very true, actually. Um, have you read on past uh, Winter Soldier storyline? Do they get into I've that not anymore? Read, I've not read the Red Menace books, but I, I know that it is. Is about crossing the sin, so I presume that they're going to pick up those story threads and those books. I'd be very inclined to actually just go and get them and read them. Yeah, I just thought that was that was sort of an interesting touch there. The, the whole yeah, like, it, it does give that wee bit of intrigue to make you want to read the next thing. Um, yeah. So moving on, we've got uh, sort of back in uh, Cap's uh, apartment, uh, him and Agent Thirteen. Having the, these discussions of of what what happens next, uh, since it's um, since it's Bucky, she's getting on to him to talk about it, and he's like, "Go away." Um, and no, oh, sorry, was that actually a flashback? They're kind oh, of sorry, jumping yes. back and forward. Yeah, they are jumping back and forward. So um, he uh, he tried to. St- Start a. Where are they going there? It's an operation, they're and he to, tried to keep her like, out of it. Yeah, so they're going to like the Cronus head office in Mongolia. Yes, yes. Uh, he tried to tell Fury to keep it a secret, and then she found out. So she confronted him, and then now she's there, basically. Um, yeah. So they 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 fucked this place up. Man, they, they just. just <laughs> It's like, we're here now, wrecking your shit. Um, so they fight their way to the top of the skyscraper um, to where there appears to be some sort of important business meeting going on. And um, is it the the American Secretary, Secretary of Defense is there? Um, yes, it is. <laughs> along with uh, Lucan and some other important looking fellows. And they're like, uh, we're we're this guy's friendly to America. Uh, we're we're talking business deals here, and you coming here, throwing your shields and shooting everyone. Whereas Cap's like, this guy's a mass murderer, you dick. And then they're told <laughs> to beat it. Um, yeah. So red tape. But then you actually you then find out that it was actually looking just using the cosmic cube to make it appear. That yeah. those people were there. Yeah. Um, so, again, really nice wee touch. Yeah. <clears throat> there's there's so much like sort of going on there with the, the, the cosmic cube where it's like they they don't make it overly obvious. No. Like because I'm just looking now, even right so the room that they initially bust into looks like a you know great big corner office. Yeah. But then once Cap and that leaves, the room it kind of just looks like a tiny wee room, so it yeah, does. It's, there's a wee, it's a, like a wee room with a fireplace, and uh, yeah. before it's it's like a, uh, it's massive. Yeah. Um. Unless they moved room, who knows? <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So everyone's very sad that they didn't get to take Lucan down. Um, and then uh, we end with the rel- revelation about uh, uh, Red Skull's daughter. Um, so on the the next issue, part three, um, so 
Cap suddenly has a a file in his in his apartment that no one should be able to get into, or no one's even supposed to know about, um, and he doesn't know where it came from. Um, I think does he know it was the one in Lucan's office? But anyway, um, I think he he comes to that realization. Yeah, yeah. he does. I know that the bulk of this issue is him reading through this, and this is basically the breakdown of what the Winter Soldier is and what everything that was done to Bucky. Um, and we see him a sort of really cool sort of layout here, where it's it's like teroids of a like a, a report, like like torn pieces yeah. of paper laid over, you know, just big. I love, I love the no, art on this because there's no, yeah, there's no borders. Yeah, there's no borders. It's, it's all just gorgeous. like, yeah. It's gorgeous, so it is. Um, yeah, so we see him getting his surgery, his arm, uh, brainwashed, trained. Um, and then sort of some of the operations uh, that he's that he's done, the assassinations. Um, we see reports on those. Um, and then him maybe disobeying sometimes and at one point he just disappears from them and, and yeah. runs away doesn't know where he's going or why he's doing it um but then they eventually catch him again and um i find out that they they only wake him up to send him off to kill someone then they put him back in stasis um so he's had a rough time um and then once cats finished that we see him looking once again understandably upset very depressed then we get a wee flashback of them sitting in uh, sitting in a movie theater. It's black and white again, watching themselves on the screen. <laughs> um, and then a very sad looking cap sitting on the couch with the reports. One of my favorite issues. That I think it's I think it's just a terrific issue. Sort of. Yeah, that one was very good. Eugene, you just really keep. Did you get to that part, Eugene? I didn't. know. I'm just sitting, keeping up with you. Now actually skimming the reads at the moment. So. All right. You, you should probably just read through that because it's it's really good. Even you know you know what sort of happens, but um, yeah, you should go back and, and give it a proper read. Um, so moving on, we've got uh, next issue, part four. Um, we've got some sort of big time meeting at uh, Cronus. Um, and Lucas just got the cosmic cube now. He's just sitting there. <laughs> in front of all these CEOs, and he's like, um, and he's asking he's them guys, uh, what, how much? <laughs> hundred billion dollars. Yeah, let's start the building. Bidding at a hundred billion dollars. Um, so yeah, that that's yeah. cool. Um, then we're uh, back in Cap's uh, apartment, and Fury's there, and they're talking about the the file. Uh, Ricky, I can't remember. Do we do we find out who who put the file there? Is, uh, is that just down to Cosmic Cube again? Again, I think it's it's looking sending the file if even maybe not uh how could i put it i don't think looking realizes what he's doing at the minute i think the cosmic cube has taken a huge toll on him yeah we we get into that especially more in this this issue yeah yeah not getting into um spoilers but if you remember basically the very last thing that happens in the story column you find something out about looking yeah 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 oh yeah, yeah a lot of what why things have been happening yeah so the the cosmic cube has been doing a number on his psychosis and uh, it's just 
but uh, shenanigans. <laughs> he's, he's a bit fucked in the head. Um, uh, we see, but I think the last the issue we sort of saw, like um, his his friend there was uh, Lucan's friend saying, like, you need to stop using that thing because yeah. um, stop touching it and stop holding it because it's messing with you. Um, one was here. We get another flashback to uh, Bucky training back in uh, before he became Cap's partner, and it's just uh, a guy saying to cap like this guy's gonna be your partner basically um just uh continuing the story we're almost home with that we've almost come right back around where they started um so we're back at the um cap's apartment again um and agent 13 is there and i think this is where they get into um she wants to kill bucky he doesn't want to kill Bucky. Um, yeah, that's that's where you get the the line. Um, you're blaming the gun yeah. instead of the person pulling the trigger. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're we're back in the uh, the bedroom for the cosmic cube again. Next, um, guys are all like, "What's uh?" They're oh, what do they get up to? One hundred and twenty billion. So basically. Um, looking, um, reveals that the reason all these businessmen are here is because he basically used the, the cosmic cube to bring them all there with no oh, yeah. security. Oh, no, what and he it, then gets, the- yeah, what I was actually trying to remember is what their problem was. They're all like, how do we even know that's a cosmic cube? And then he's like, well, I used this to get to here. You don't usually travel without security, but here you all are with no security. Yeah. yeah. And then that's where he draw a... Cosmic Cube's a bunch of contracts to sign over their companies to him. Yeah, that <laughs> part was brilliant. So it was. And they all just sign it. And then he has a wee attack. Where he falls over. Um, And this, this is part where... Um, oh no, it's, yeah, it is this part uh, where you, you kind of don't see what happens, but he drops the cube and his friend goes to pick it up. And then the next panel is like him standing over him holding a coffee table so don't touch that. Yeah, look and drops his friend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next time we see him, they're in the hospital and they're talking yeah. about how we managed to get the swelling down in the brain. So they yeah. beat the shit out of his friend. I guess where he sort of realizes... Now we're going to try and save the eye. Yeah. Um, I guess where he, where he realizes he needs to get rid of this thing. Um, so we've got more flashbacks, Cap. Uh, reminiscing about uh, Bucky and him fighting zombies? So I think they were POWs that the the Nazis did something to. It doesn't really make it clear what it was, but they basically turned them into walking bombs. Yeah. They just strapped TNT to them. Um, I actually really enjoyed this the art and not the flashback sequence, but the sequence where Cap is basically hopping about the rooftops and just beating up thugs and that. I just yeah. thought the the movement of them just looked fantastic in this. So yeah. it's kind of just a part where um, you know all the shits going on. Um, you know, Agent Thirteen wants to kill his best friend, and and he's just finding out his best friend's not actually dead anymore. And he's it's like him just get trying to get out and clear his head, and he's just jumping yeah. on the rooftops. Um, sort of a cool wee moment, and then. Who comes down? Falcon. And he's Falcon. like, what's crack? 
<laughs> I was about saying, yeah. I thought you might be able to use a friend. You know, an actual one. He talked like... to pigeons. He did, I. He can talk to any bird. <laughs> he can talk to birds? Not oh, just pigeons. Sweet Jesus Christ. That's a pretty handy power. It would be. Also, it's not the silliest power in the Marvel Universe. It's not, but it's still pretty stupid. They should have kept it. They should have kept it for the films. I do let's, like let's say, Falcon. Right, let's say, like, he's, we say he can talk to birds, but I don't think he's going up to pigeons and saying, hey, what's happening, pigeon? How are you doing? I think it's more of a like a telepathy sort of thing going on where he can cannot kind of like Aquaman with fish. Yeah, he's telepathic to every every bird, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're telling me? Yes, that is stupid. <laughs> God, somebody call Professor X. You got a mutant over here. It's got the fucking ridiculously stupid power. Leave Falcon alone. No, no, he does not. He, he becomes Captain America. Right, not a very good one. Is he still Captain you, America? Oh, fuck off! Um, I don't think so. I think that series has just ended, oh, okay. but that was a really good series, Eugene. So, is that the sort of thing where it ends and it's like then it's, it's Steve being all like looking at the costume and being all it's time? Well, Steve's a Nazi right now, so oh shit, right. That's. <laughs> but I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. That's kind of the last person we'll I think would we'll be in that. We'll not get under that. No. We'll not get under that. <laughs> um, yeah, so Falcon's here now. Um, and basically, they're having a chat about what needs to be done. Um, uh, so. Where do we go next? Uh, so it's off to aim. So they're looking for the cube now. Uh, him and Falcon, and they they get some some more help with uh, uh, Mister Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, Tony loves blowing shit up. So let's blow some the, shit up. This whole fight sequence is just fun. It's yeah. just the three of them wrecking boys. Yeah. So they attack Aid. Yep. Um, <laughs> Uh, basically because they reckon you guys must know have a way of tracking this cube because yous were at it yeah um, so they run in there and ruin their day um, and they actually do get what they came for um, and the, they find the second, there's, there's a wee panel of these boys just this boy's shooting under the air and then the next panel you just see Cap's boot on his face let's <laughs> <laughs> see if I can find that it's whenever they, they break under the warehouse. You got Falcon just flying through the boys. Then the next one, this boy just sitting shooting away. And next, oh yeah, putting his face. Yeah. Well, it's both of them. He goes on fucking feet first. <laughs> that's, Cap- that's a great fucking panel. Cap loves a good dropkick. He does. He loves just throwing himself. At he people. does. Hey, how does he not get shot more? There's a great panel as well where he's he's jumping towards that mech and he's just fucking got the shield in there and he just <laughs> drives it through he just he's, he doesn't Caution thrown to the but then way. I think that's actually that's probably a good representation of um how Cap feels right now yeah it's it's all very like uh, no finesse just uh, brute fucking force because he is a master of all forms of combat yes including all... ninjutsu all forms of combat. 
Um, right, so uh, we have a problem because the the cube is um, with Cronus, and Tony's all like, they try to buy me out, so I can't go attacking them, or that'll look bad. Yeah, it'll look uh, like a corporate takeover. And <laughs> that is a hell of a corporate takeover. It's like, I got him in my fucking mechanical suit and actually blew up their headquarters, so it's mine now. <laughs> um, so we've got Captain Falcon going it uh, alone, um, but they get a call from Agent 13 saying, no, we're going to help. Um, which they keep away from uh, Fury. Thinking Fury's just going to slow shit down. Which, to be fair, that's pretty much all he's done throughout this entire thing. Um, yeah. yeah. So they make their ways to the... Um... Alright, so yeah. Forgot to mention as well. what um, Luke and Noi has basically come to the conclusion that the Cosmic Cube is doing him no good. Um, so he's given it to Winter Soldier and told him to take it to this facility deep underground and put it in a vault where no one can get at it anymore. Which I thought really isn't... Is it such a bad thing? Not really. Really? Um, I think the whole problem is Lucan is still in control of it. Yeah. So they're like, no, we're not having that son. So this is a, a, a race against time now. Um, for them to get there before Soldier can put it in the vault, where they'll never be able to get it back again, I guess is their, their thinking behind that. Um, so they land at the uh, the facility, and um, Soldier's already there, and he's um, he's got he's got the jump on them with a, a a rifle, and he's got them in the scope, and he and that's the the end of that issue, or is it? Wait. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. yeah. So, so on to our conclusion now. So we've um, so soldier takes a shot at Falcon and misses. Don't know. He's just as surprised as we are. Um, which we didn't think was supposed to happen. What does actually? Does he just move? Is there anything else weird? So Falcon knew he was there because it's. Basically, right. Falcon uses a bird and the birds sees him. told him, Eugene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, See? exactly, Eugene. See? <laughs> hey, lad. Tweet, 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 tweet. Or get down right again in the bar. <sighs> yep. Um, so, then we um, pretty much finally get our... Well, we get a bit of a fight here where all the... Uh, Cronus guys come tumbling out and Cap just goes after Bucky instead while uh, Falcon holds them off. Um, She'll show up eventually to save Falcon's ass. I think he was doing alright. <laughs> yeah. And then we get into a fight between Cap and Bucky. Um, what do you think of this fight? I thought it was good. Like Bucky was not holding back. There's a point where uh, Bucky punches Cap and he says, you're still here. That punch should have put you down for good. Yeah. And Cap's like, tried to, tried to actually him. kill me. Yeah. I, I like the part as well because they don't do that sort of contrived sort of, remember who you are and all that. It's like, he, 
Apparently he goes down fine, kill me, and you think they're going to do, oh, he won't be able to do it, but yeah, he takes the fucking shot, but this <laughs> cab draw meant him to do that as he um, drew him in. Um, and then he uh, throws his shield and wheels him in the back of the head and gets the cube off him, and then uses the cube to uh, basically remember who you are, which looks fucking yeah. painful. Yeah, that, uh, that double page spread where Bucky is just remembering everything, you know, that's happened in yeah. life with sodas. Especially that picture of just fucking skulls floating head. So yeah. creepy. Aye. And then uh, Bucky's reaction to this is, why didn't you just kill me? And then he breaks the cube. Yeah. <laughs> so, there you go. Don't know if uh, if Cat was in the right there or not. Um, maybe Agent 13 was right. Who knows? Um, so Bucky then disappears and we see him again, uh, back at, uh, can anyone Fort pronounce Leahy. that? Leahy? Leahy? Fucking yeah, Leahy. I'd say Leahy. Leahy. Leahy, you drunk bastard. <laughs> Just bought a little drinky poor Randy Bob Andy. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, he basically, he there's another one final flashback where he first met Cap, and then what you were referring to, we see um, we see our friend, um, fuck, I forgot his name, looking, 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 um, talking to someone, but there's no one in the room, and then we see in the the reflection of the glass, of the window he's looking at is the Red Skull. The Red Skull is in his <laughs> fucking. Then, I thought that was brilliant because what I really liked that that page kind of reflects the the first issue, you know, when you had the skull in his hotel room, they were yeah. drinking his wine, and you seen the skull's reflection in the window. Trying and this time, trying to he's drink. still, well, trying to drink, yes. Um, but yeah, I uh, thought it was just a, a great wee finale yeah. to that story so l- let me uh read some of uh amy's thoughts um now she's sort of in the same boat as eugene here where she didn't get through the full thing but okay um so first of all uh art um her first impression was not great um she's saying uh the first few pages the proportions uh were really badly off which is probably something she would notice a lot easier than we would. Um, yeah. <laughs> she said, overall, it's okay. Um, the snow scenes in issue five were gorgeous. Um, story. Um, she says she is. Um, she will continue reading it, which is, um, you know, that's an endorsement. She obviously, like, yeah. reckons a good story if you're going to keep going. So she verbally said, what, at the end of the first issue? <laughs> Which I, I think was the... Big fucking, uh, <laughs> I did the same thing. Of all the things you see in the comic, that was the biggest surprise. Um, I, yeah, I think that was the intended uh, reaction that uh, Brubaker was going for there. Um, said, good flows, uh, caps flashbacks, intermingle well. Um, does build up slowly. Um and takes you a while to realize that something's going on. Um, uh, characters, um, she's not really the biggest cat fan, um, but too much of an army man. 
even sleeps in an army t-shirt. <laughs> She's not wrong. Yeah. She's not wrong, boys. Um, <laughs> it's just a bit of a prejudice because she doesn't like army men. <laughs> Uh, uh, she has difficulty sympathizing with him or understanding people's respect for them um, he's got personality traits that I associate with I've started just reading that from a completely different perspective um, delicate masculinity uh, like boxing away his feelings <laughs> um, he's really American obviously she she doesn't know the character particularly well but like calling him really American like he, he's not like a redneck hick don't take our guns type yeah. of American he stands for like the pure ideals of America not the yeah. actuality of America because um, yeah. he has on numerous occasions gone completely against America um, because uh-huh. yeah. they, they that, that's when he became the nomad yeah that's um, yeah um, she does say that uh, her opinion of him did change um uh, when he spoke about the French, uh, found him very humble and sympathetic. And Jack Monroe's chapter was really heartbreaking. Um, yes, absolutely. And just one other point she made, and I'm interested to see if you find the same, Eugene. Uh, because of the amount of manga she reads, she kept reading it in the wrong direction. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> manga, the panels are reversed. It, it doesn't take me too long to readjust again. It's just... Whatever I know, whatever there's color, I know to read top left. But if there's black and white, I go top right immediately. So some of the flashbacks for me. <laughs> Maybe that's why you didn't like the flashbacks. I know. I just thought um, there was too many of the fucking flashbacks. I'm honest. So, you, what, what do you think? So, like, what, what you read and, and going through that, what what are your overall thoughts? I really enjoyed it. Um, like, I didn't think it needed as many flashbacks as it did. Don't get me wrong, there was a few great ones, and Amy mentioned you know the, Fr- the French one. The French yeah. one and the one where it showed you the two other Captain Americas, I thought they were they were really well done because they expanded the my knowledge of the Marvel universe. But World War Two was covered quite a bit. Whenever it was like a, a significant battle, they helped move the story along. Fair enough, but it just seemed like there was a couple of times that he did it just to help. I think develop Cap's character, which I don't really need. I, I, Personally, though, I think there, there was a few flashback sequences that I don't think they weren't flashbacks. It was memories being implanted by the Cosmic Cube. Yes, uh, uh, definitely. Some of it was like, mental fuckery. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I do think that a lot of that might have been down to the Red Skull. Like, for instance, I'm not entirely sure that looking meant to send the file i think it could have been the red skull manipulating looking to send yeah. the file to, to cap so, so much that like it's part of what i really like about the story is the and the way it's written that way is like it doesn't slap you in the face with everything it's it's really subtle yeah. about some of this stuff uh and which which ties into sort of the how it um you know it's it's been cerebrally tricky like it's it's like yeah, you know can't, yeah. it's it's more like there's a lot of punching and kicking in it but it, it's like a it's more of a, a mental fight between like cap and uh lucan where but cap doesn't know he's in this fight and he's uh-huh. he's, he's like punching and kicking's not solving his problems and he is it just keeps getting worse because like um you know the, the the psychological aspect of it, it like he's he's not clicking on that that's that's what's doing the real damage to him or, or that's what's really yeah. affecting him 
And I, I think that that works really, really well. And Brubaker's fucking great at it. Absolutely, yeah. Very well written. Couldn't argue with that. Yeah, he does a lot of that in uh, uh, Gotham Central as well. It's really about um, well, that's a, the Gotham Central's big draws. Like, you know, not about the superhero stuff, but more about the you know the people that are yeah. around the superhero stuff. Which I think it comes across in this as well. Even though, like, you get to see a lot of Cap in this, like, not being. Cap, you get to see more of Steve Rogers. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the things I really enjoyed in regards to the art was specifically the colouring. Um the colouring I felt it was very not even the flashbacks where it was all black and white or predominantly black and white, but even the modern day stuff, it had a very dark feel, which I thought lent itself really well to the not only the feel of the story, but the feel of where Captain America as a character is personally. Like, uh, as we mentioned, that this takes place shortly after the Avengers disassembled, where the Avengers fall apart. You know, Jack of Hearts is dead. Fucking Ant Man is dead. Hawkeye is dead. She Hulk has gone crazy. Um, fucking the Vision has been torn to pieces. They find out that the Scarlet Witch has more or less betrayed them. So, like, it's a really, really dark day in the Avengers. And I think, obviously, at the very start, you can see that Cap is really feeling the effects of that. And I think the coloring does a really good job of capturing that. So yeah, it it's really sort of muted tones. Um, like, the, the, the reds almost look a, like washed out. It, and uh, mm-hmm. then there's, like, a really heavy use of ink. Um, yeah, make, make it really, really dark. Um, yeah, it's it's a fucking depressing story. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, like even even as it ends there, it just ends on a downer. There's no happy ending. It's like like Bucky being like, "Why didn't you just kill me?" <laughs> and then disappear. And like, yeah. Um, yeah. But um, was Eugenia? I'm I'm glad you still enjoyed it even though because i was worried when you're you're talking about maybe not liking flashbacks where you maybe well, weren't gonna I, I don't know it. not, it, the, the overall story was fantastic uh my preference on flashbacks aside from that it was still very good to read so i could couldn't fault it good fantastic i think that's about it then yeah yeah i enjoyed this it doesn't seem too long or overly long nice yeah. nice podcast so I've been uh, thinking about the next one then. Yeah, and okay. Where what I'm picking may not be as critically acclaimed um, as this sort of thing. So I have gone with a Wolverine storyline. Right. So this is back probably when I first. Yeah, this would be when I first reading got reading Wolverine, and this really made me like the character to the point where nothing really after it really. Uh, caught me as well and it's the um, 2003 run the Wolverine, it's it's Greg Rucka's run Ah, right. Um, uh, right so old uh, wife Peter Wolverine yes so uh, we're, I'm, I'm going to go uh, I was going to go with, with one uh, one arc but um, I'm going to go with two 
because it'll bring it to sort of the same length and uh, I can't really choose between them. Um, so it's the first two arcs. Uh, I think this is like the second volume of Wolverine All the Hour, like you were saying, this is the second restart. Um, so it's the first two stories where the first one being called Brotherhood and the second being called Coyote Crossing. Um, so this was uh, when uh, what Rook has done here is basically taken Wolverine and basically separated him from the rest of the Marvel st- universe, like all the other characters, like, no, get that gone. So this is like Wolverine drifting from town to town and solving problems all on his own. Um, yeah, no costumes. Cool. It's just him and his bike. Um, just being a grumpy drifter. Um, and I fucking loved it. Um, I haven't read it in years, so we'll see if it holds up. Um, but yeah, that's that's what we're gonna read for next time. So if awesome. you're if you're interested in maybe listen to what we have to say and form your own opinions, you can read it beforehand. Um, I believe it is available on Marvel's own sort of e-comic service. Um, it's probably on Comicsology as well, and you likely be able to find it on Amazon. Don't know how much. You have to go look. Um, but anyway, the um, yeah, that's um, what is going on there. I don't know if that's coming through those uh, notification sounds, but what the hell. They probably are, and he's still at it. It's Ninja. But we're going to wrap up there. So, yeah, for next time, um, Wolverine. Um, and, yeah, hope you enjoyed this. If you want to send us in questions, evilgstudios at uh, gmail.com, or if you want to you know, make your own points, we can read them out uh, next time. But until next time, um, read some comics. Bye. Bye, Bye guys.